Testing. <laughs> Testing. <laughs> it works. Welcome to NBA Podcast One on One. We're just testing. It's been a little while. We're back. Testing. Uh, on this week's episode of NBA Podcast One on One, boom! We're talking Raptors. We're talking MVP debate. We're talking anything, everything around the association. So many hot topics, like 16 games left in the year. So much to talk about, so much to say. But first, a hefty beat. All right. Are we rolling? All right. We've been rolling the whole time. What do you mean are we rolling? Uh, Alex, how's life? We haven't... Uh, Good, man. First of all, I just want to say we apologize to all of our listeners for just not being on this podcast. You know what? It's like tough to do a podcast on a regular basis. It's tough to do. But you uh, know what? We're getting back into it. And <laughs> we're getting back into it strong. <laughs> I, think, I think what killed us, you were in India for like a month. Yeah. We just cannot work the time differences. Yeah, I was in India for a little while. You were in Indonesia for a little bit. You know, we had... Just we, scouting trips. We had our ups and downs. Yeah, <laughs> we had our ups and downs this winter. But you know what? Um, the Raptors are coming on to, you know, pretty close to the playoffs right now. And first of all, Andy, where has the season gone? Where has the season it, gone? What do you mean, where has it gone? When is it over? Doesn't it feel like it just started yesterday? Like, it, it feels like it just zoomed by because we've had so much drama. In Raptor land? Everywhere. Every land. Uh, yeah, it's definitely ramping up. You're right. There is a new piece of drama every day. Uh, I don't think it's that much in Raptor land. I think we make it out to be more than it is. Like, what was the drama? Is it is Kawhi smiling today? Is that the drama? See, I think the biggest drama of... Okay, so so um, I don't want to interrupt the podcast, but right now we have, uh, we have the Lakers-Clippers game on, and if you want to talk about drama, you know, we'll get into that later, but... Luckily, we don't have anything like that going on in Toronto. Uh, my biggest, my biggest issue was that I honestly don't think we should have made that Marcus Solid trade. You're still anti that. I'm still anti Jonas, Jonas leaving Jonas and Delon going to Memphis for Pauga, or uh, Marcus Solid. What do you think? What do you think of that trade? You, you don't think long term, as in this playoffs, it gives the Raptors a different look, a little something, something. Look, all I think is that the only thing that he gives. That Jonas doesn't give is the passing game. Okay. What do you mean the only thing? That's, that's a the, big thing. Of that's course, a that's a thing. big thing. But you know, he he's averaging what, like six assists, seven assists. What's his? He uh, can step outside of the key and stretch the floor for Kawhi, for Kyle, for guys to cut, for Pascal to cut. I think it gives a lot of spacing. And as soon as he gets adapted to the offense, Nick Nurse, I don't think he really knows how to use him yet. Okay, he's averaging 4.6 assists a game. Okay, 15, 15 points, 5.5. Um, wait, sorry, uh, total rebounds, 8.3. So he's averaging 15, 8, and 4.6. Okay. Jonas went to Memphis. First three out of four games, he dropped 20 and 10. Right? Don't. And I know he's getting more touches, but hey, isn't that what any player is going to do? Any good player is going to do? If he gets touches. He'll get more buckets, you know? It's like we never gave him an opportunity to come back from injury and then we just ship him off to Memphis for an aging Marc Gasol who literally, 
we've been to a couple of games where people are just kind of walking around him. He's not yeah, the same defensive player agile. he was two years ago. He's just not. And defensively, Jonas, I would argue, is just as good, if not better, from a positional standpoint. Don't, no. He is. No, you positionally, can't make that argument. No. Positionally, it's close. It's close. That was his biggest flaw was defense. People, pe- people are thinking that this is Marc Gasol from two, three years ago. It's not. Okay? Stop it. Uh, Raptors lost to Detroit this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, if the playoffs started today, and we're we are recording this Monday night during the Lakers uh, Clippers game, as you said, Raptors would play the Nets in the first round. But the Pistons are like a half game up on the Nets, so mm-hmm. that could be a first round preview. Pistons Raptors. It you could scared? Be. No, I'm not scared. It, it's did you hear uh, Dwayne Casey's comments uh, after the game? Would love to get that. Do you have the quote in front of you? I don't have it in front of me. Do you have yours in front of you? Yeah. What is it? Go ahead. Uh, talking about Detroit, he says, This is a storied franchise in Detroit. There are three championship trophies you see every time you walk in the building. It's not like in Toronto where they've never tasted it. What do you mean, Dwayne, they've never tasted it? You're the, he- you're the winningest coach in history. You couldn't, you know, like, everyone had such a good opinion of Dwayne Casey until he left. You start dropping comments like that, you're just salting up the, you know, the whole landscape. You, so him saying that, like, man, just stop being so salty, bro. You love Toronto. You wanted to stay here. You know, I, I don't know. I think we definitely needed a change, but everyone was upset when you left. But at the same time, when you drop a little comment like that here and there, it's like you're the one that didn't get us there. You had the best teams that we've ever had. I want to reverse that a bit to quote you there. You said when you left. He didn't choose to leave. He got fired. Wouldn't you be salty if someone fired you? Yeah, I'd be salty, but I wouldn't be... After you had the best season in franchise history and you were named the best at your... Of course. Of course I'd be salty. ...job in the league. I'd be salty, but I think he's not... And people in this league aren't generally... I don't think they're as aware as they should be of just how much they affect... What what they say affects the fan base. Do you think he cares, though? I think he should care. If you're a Pistons fan, don't you love what he says? I would love it. Of course. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. I just think it's a salty thing to say. Like, uh, And it kind of makes sense because they do have three championships. But then talking about in Toronto, if they've never seen it before. It's like, yeah, you were a big part of the they in that It's your sentence. fault, Dwayne. Yeah, it's your fault, okay, Dwayne? It's your fault we didn't. No, nah, yeah. See, I don't, I don't dislike him, but it just bothers me that he would say putting that. Putting you in an uncomfortable spot. Listen to this. Dwayne? Listen to these lines, okay? From last night. <clears throat> lines. My boy Luke Kennard. Yep. Nineteen ninety. Okay, let's not start off with Luke Kennard. But Blake Griffin. Okay, all star this year. He brought it back. Back from the grave. I'm really excited about him. I don't know why everyone th- like just wrote him off so early. I don't think he should have been written off. Twenty-seven and seven. Andre Drummond, 15.17 boards. Reggie Jackson, 19-4-3. Luke, like, I just, this team doesn't scare me. They're, no, their backcourt of, like, what, Reggie Jackson and Wayne Ellington? That's blah. Yeah, it doesn't, like, it doesn't scare me at all. I don't, I'm not really nervous. Kyle dropped 35 last night. Pascal, 21. Obviously, what's his name? Kawhi was sitting. Yeah. Most people aren't even saying anything about that. Um, Marcus Saul had a little 13 points, 8 and 5. Like, come on. Is that, do you like that line? Honestly, be honest with I, me. Why are, we, why are we harping on Mark? He just got traded here. He's played, what, 8 games for the Raps? Get the, cut that old man a break. Cut the potential <laughs> Hall of Famer a break, okay? Give him some rope. I'm just salty. Is he a one-time 
Defensive player of the year twice. I believe it's one. Is that sure? Is one enough? Not enough for you? It is enough for me. And look, here's what I'll say about our team. Okay, here we go. So let's talk. Let's talk a little bit of the Raptors. And but to your first initial question, Detroit does not scare me as a team. Absolutely not. Could they take a game off the Raptors? Yeah, I think they could. I think it would be max. What Dwayne, uh, what Dwayne Casey said there after the press con- at the press conference is what I was what I was referring to as well, where he said that, oh, oh where you draw, um, when you do a bunch of the plays on yeah. the other team, it makes it significantly easier to play defense on them. He was a little disrespectful of the game too, wasn't? Yeah, he was. Like, show any respect to Nick Nurse, who he was a mentor for in his career. Yeah, but I th- I don't know. I feel like that whole thing ended fairly abruptly and kind of, again. Not to bring salt into this. It's like when a girl girlfriend cheats on you and then is yeah, and then somebody starts bad yeah, and then and then the and then you badmouth her when like you know she just didn't do anything wrong during the time, but then she's you're still salty about it, so you're badmouthing. Yeah, so gossipy, just gossipy. Yeah, the way Casey's acting, gossipy. He's acting like a gossipy ex girlfriend. (laughs) God damn it, Dwayne. God damn it, we dumped you. We dumped you. Get over it. Uh, you mentioned Kawhi. Why don't, you, why don't you move out of the country or something? Oh, wait, he did. Yeah, well, he's getting paid handsomely, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you mentioned Kawhi. Yeah. Uh, the load management against the Pistons. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll play against the Rockets tomorrow, Tuesday night. Uh, the game against Portland. The game winner. Game winner. Is that his biggest moment as a Raptor? Oh, for sure. For sure. You were at that game. I was at the How game. How was the vibe there? Uh, it was great. I took... Took my dad. Ooh. My dad lives in BC. Never been to a Raptors game, but he's in town. First ever Raptors game. Oh my goodness! Kawhi game winner. Talk about like a first time experience. Like a, that's an amazing first time experience to bring him. When he pulled up for that, I honestly didn't think he was gonna hit it. Hit every piece of the rim. Every piece of the rim. Just the way he kind of released the ball there. He's almost fading out of bounds. Obviously, he ended up out of bounds when the ball went in. Rattles in. I I just I wasn't confident in the shot, but then you just look at the whole situation and you just feel so good that he's on your team. You know what the other thing about him is? What? This is what I realized the other day. All right, I'm in the car. I'm driving. I'm listening to a podcast. Don't remember who, but it's getting me to think. Right? There's a lot of talk about LeBron on this podcast, and okay. a lot of talk about other Western Conference superstars like Kevin Durant, Curry. Um, and a few other people were mentioned, but it got me thinking. We've never had a guy on our team on the Raptors that has just had no fear against anybody in the Western Conference. The reason he has no fear, Vince Carter. No, no, no. He well, we lost. We lost to. But did he have fear? The Sixers. I think he had a bit of fear in terms of playing defense. Vince Carter wasn't a two-way player. Right, we can get into that later, but we, you know, it's near, not here or there. But what I'm saying is, Kawhi coming over from the Western Conference has faced significantly more superior superstars and all stars than we have in the Eastern Conference this whole time. So he comes, if he steps up against a guy like Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum or name any of these superstars in the West, even against LeBron, you know, KD, he's not scared of them because he's beaten a lot of them. He won finals MVP. So when you look at a guy like that playing defense, you just feel goddamn confident, baby. You just get that gosh darn confidence. Uh, are you Woo! confident? Friday night was his his best moment in Toronto. We've agreed on that. Yeah. He became a hero in this town kind of in that moment. He did. 
Do you think he, in his mind, is like, this is what I can do to Toronto, I'm staying? Because I feel like that could be look, the first step in him staying. Look, man, that game winner, okay, here's what happened. I was at a restaurant, okay? Here in Toronto, if you guys aren't from Toronto, we have a little area of the city. It's called King West. Nice area. You know, people there aren't, aren't my type of people, but whatever. Why not? Anywhere. They're your kind of people. Tell us. Offend all our listeners in King West. Uh, you know, I'm talking just fuckboy status, and I don't know. That's just what they are. Anyways, <laughs> so we're at this nice Italian restaurant, beautiful restaurant for my buddy's engagement dinner. Congratulations. And there are no TVs in this restaurant. Yeah, congratulations, Josh, Josh Allen. Huge congrats. Um, have fun on your um, on your bachelor party. Unfortunately, I can't make it there. It's in Colombia. Oh, God, that's You're going dangerous. to Colombia. I know, I know. You can go scout some, scout some basketball talent down there. I'm working a bit too much. I would have gone, but I uh, can't do it. But anyways, so there are no TVs in this place, at least not where we were sitting. We had a big table, whatever. Spot. And everyone's a big Raptors fan. So we were watching that game on my phone. We were streaming it wow. on my phone, set up against a couple of wine bottles. Wow. And the t- entire table full of all guys, it was an all-guy little engagement dinner, we were all attentively watching the iPhone on the table. And when he hit that game winner, we scared the entire restaurant <laughs> because we started screaming so loud. I was like, oh, in the middle of this beautiful Italian restaurant where, you know, you have really high-end date nights and like all these people really dressed up and we're just screaming in there at this win. And what I realized in that moment is that Kawhi Leonard is never going to get this sort of thing Anywhere else in the world that he goes, any mm. other team that he goes to, because he's almost like our savior. And the word that I was looking for the other night when he took the ball from DeRozan's hand and laid it in yeah. was just a symbolic moment in the whole situation of what happened with all of that. It was very symbolic. So him being on the Raptors, it almost feels like he's just saving this franchise or something. I don't know. I feel like it's more than, than just that winner. What do you think? Uh, that's a good point. Saving the franchise, the go-to guy, the town city celebrates him. Would he get that if he went to the Lakers? No, he'd no. still be second fiddle to LeBron. If he went to the Clippers, no, no one cares about the Clippers. They care about the Lakers. No if one cares about the Clippers. In San Antonio, no, because he'll never be as good as Tim Duncan. No. What are what are his options? Where he can get this? He he uh, he just can't get this anywhere else. Uh, somebody who's the new Jay that just signed with the Jays? He's a pitcher. He just signed. He's pretty, pretty good pitcher. Well, Can't remember. What is your comparison here? He he made a good point. He was on um, Matt Shoemaker. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So he made a pretty good point. They were interviewing him, and he said that um, he said that the first thing he realized when he came to the Jays is that he really felt a sense of camaraderie throughout the whole country, mm. and he's like. His, I can't remember his exact quote, but he basically just said that when you come here, you realize you're playing for the whole country as opposed to just the city. And I think that Kawhi must feel that, you know? Like, I'm sure the amount of love that he's getting from, like, Prince Edward Island or, you know, somewhere out west, like Vancouver or Whistler or somewhere out there is just, you're not going to get anything like that if you're playing on the Clippers. That, again, to quote Andy Redding, nobody cares about. That's true. So, man, if he that. left here, oh, my God. I think he would highly regret it, just like almost every other player has regretted it, except for Chris Bosh, who went to South Beach and had a different situation. But 
other than him. And also, Chris Bosh made some Toronto enemies when he started talking that nonsense enemies, on the Bill Simmons podcast. Yeah, he made some... Yeah, we don't like him as much anymore. You got to watch what you say these days because everyone hears this stuff, by the way. Everybody. That does um, What do you think? Do you think he's... What do you think? Do you I think, think he loves it? Do you think he's going to stay? I think he what loves think? it. I think that game winner is the start of something. Winning in the playoffs would help. Did you see how amped up he got? Yeah. Never he see that from him. so jacked up. He was so jacked he's up. Finally showing emotion. He's... You can see him like kind of hugging teammates on the bench now when he's there and getting a little more into it, more dapping up more guys. It's nice. It's very nice. It's very nice. And just to, just to kind of reiterate what we have going on here, I just want to go through our starting lineup one time, okay? I'm ready. Uh, and I just want to say that I honestly think at this point that we're making the finals. I don't think... Milwaukee's gonna beat us. I'm sorry. I just, I really don't. I don't. It'll be tight, but I. Raptors. People think it was easy last year. It was not easy. The Raptors barely beat him last year. Yeah, I know. And this is Giannis' sixth year in the league. He's probably gonna be the MVP. He's an absolute monster. He's like a skinny, long shack almost. He's as dominant. Only the man can I've, shoot. I've heard that comparison multiple times. But look, I don't even want to talk about Milwaukee because I think we're gonna beat them. I want to talk about the Golden State Warriors and how we match up against them. You want to go right into that? I want can to go into it. Can we... Can I just quickly... Why like, are you glossing over these like that? Let's get there. Let's build a... No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Let's, we've got multiple teams that are very interesting in the East right now. Of course. No, I agree with you. But can we just... We'll, we'll take a deep cut into this in the next podcast. But can I just, just quickly just go what? through the lineup sure. and say how we match up with Golden State? Sure. Okay? Look, we start off with a point guard position. All right? We have Steph Curry, who's obviously, you know, who's Are obviously you? better than Kyle Lowry. But look, listen, listen. Kyle has the potential to go off. You know, he for, goes off fairly often. For 35, wasn't that his season high the other night in Detroit? And I think so, like yeah, 35. Yeah. He has the ability to go off. That's but not only off. that, not only that, he's a very aggressive defensive player, and he plays really good defense. So... I mean, obviously Steph Curry wins that matchup, but you can't just... It's not like a, oh, that's just Kyle Lowry. It's, I don't think that that's how they'll look at it, and I don't think that's how the league should look at it either, or any of the fans. Are you crazy right now? you got a top 15 player of all time against a guy who's not ever been the top 15 in the NBA at one time. Do you think time. Kyle Lowry's going to be a Hall of Famer? No. Probably. Why? Well, he's... What is he, a three-time All-Star, four-time All-Star? David West is an All-Star. Does that matter? David West won a championship. I think David West probably. David West is not. What, what bar? David West is probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Of, we Everyone's the making Hall of it into the Hall these days. I can't wait till the offseason. We're going to do a Hall Anyways, of Fame edition. Okay, How okay. low is Alex's Listen, bar? Listen, you're Holy right. Okay. No, no, no. First of all, I never said that Kyle Lowry wins that you matchup. David West is in the Hall of Fame? Listen. Oh. He might be. No, he's no. David oh. West. You don't. Okay, you only started watching basketball like two years ago. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Last year. <laughs> no. David West was an absolute monster when he was playing with Chris Paul in New Orleans. He wasn't that big of a monster. He was a monster. Enough to be an all-star, but not. He was a multiple-time all-star. How many times? Okay. He's a one-time all-star. Okay. You're bothering me. He's a one-time all-star. I'm going to have to look at this right now. Um, after this. Okay, hold on. We need to, can we finish what this? What do you want? Look, you, Steph Curry wins that matchup, okay? Hands down. Easily. That's the No, not easily. It's matchup. not an easily won matchup. Yes, it is. Kyle Lowry's a tough player. He plays tough defense. Yeah. You can't just say that's an easily won matchup. Nothing's easy in this league. You pull 
let's play a family for you. Do you pull 100 people in a room? 100 people say Steph Curry wins that matchup. I don't think it's 100 people. Yeah, there's no... You don't even have to guess okay, anything else. There's right, no chance right, to right. steal. Okay, so even if that's the case, I don't think it's that simple to say that just because he wins the matchup. What if he wins it by... You, you know, you can't just... It's not black and white like that. That's all I'm saying to you. Kyle Lowry... You Kyle Lowry... Who's a better defensive player? Uh, Steph is not that bad defensive Okay, who's a better defensive player? Steph is not that bad defensive player. That's not my question. Kyle Lowry is. Okay. Kyle Lowry is a better defensive player, right? Who takes significantly more charges of other players that's not even included in the whole defensive aspect of a player? Who is bar none the best shooter of all time? What are you... It's not bar none. Yeah, he is the best no. shooter of all time. No. Yes, he is. No, he's not. What? Not yet. Not yet. He well, needs to pass you... Ray Allen and Reggie Miller. Number of threes they made does not make you the best three-point shooter of all time. So what does? Shooting at a high percentage and shooting high, high clip. volume. High clip. Clip, clip. Okay, anyways, whatever. You're right. He might be the best player of all time. Or, um... Uh, three point shoot all time. Anyways, I'm not. I'm just saying that that's you can't just glaze over that matchup like it's nothing. Okay, Kyle can go off as well. Okay. Okay. But Steph wins that easily. What's the two? The Clay, two matchup is Clay. Clay beats Danny. Clay beats Danny, but easily. Danny's Again. a pretty good, pretty good defensive player as well, and he can hit some threes as One well. So you're looking at time. you're looking at Danny Green, who can still hit. A ton of threes who can still play really good defense and you know who's I don't know I think he got a little Green's, second win this season Danny Green's best is average Clay Thompson yes I agree with you but we've seen Clay this season really you know really fall off in certain points just because there's so many other guys to defer to on that team I'm just really saying he's fallen off, off a cliff in numerous games he hasn't fallen off a cliff whatever anyways yes he sometimes doesn't have the best games um that's it that's the two Yep. The three matchup <laughs> is one I would argue we have an advantage on. It's because just from a defensive standpoint, Kawhi Leonard is way better than KD. Um, if you stack up their numbers, they're uh, literally their numbers are fairly identical, and uh, Kawhi is just a better defensive player. That's what KD's it is. KD is better offensively. Uh, what are their lines? What, I don't have their lines in front of me. Okay, why, don't we, why don't we look them up? Is not always the number one option. They don't run the ball through him every time down the court. He's his numbers have dropped since he went to Golden State. Okay. I, keep going. Keep 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 giving me your uh, your those points. Those are my reasons. You can't. It's a wash. These two players. And it's you know not a wash. It is a wash. No. It's so even if you. Say I think I'm just Kawhi's saying. I'm just saying better. that Kawhi that Kawhi's had a better season and he's a better defensive player. Right. Sure, and KD is one of the most, the best offensive players ever. Okay, but Kawhi's not. It's not. You're saying like you're talking like Kawhi is a bad defensive or offensive no, player. But I would say it's a wash. Okay, let's it see is this. It's so minimal their difference in. Okay, Kawhi's averaging all around skill level. We're twenty-seven. Talking, we're talking the third and fourth best player in the league. We're not. Twenty-seven. Yeah, this is a massive conversation. It's not a. Ma- it's you made it sound like Kyle twenty-seven. Lowry, Steph listen Curry to this. Was twenty-seven. That was the f- eight. Kawhi's averaging twenty-seven points, eight rebounds, three point three assists. Okay. Okay. Kevin Durant's averaging twenty-seven point six, so point six more points, one less rebound, one more assist. Okay. Kevin Durant wins. No, he does not win. It's a wash. It's not a wash. 
It's how oh, I'm saying it's not a wash because because Kawhi be because Kawhi plays way better defense than Kevin Durant. That's all I'm saying. That's my point. So and if Kevin Durant was on the Raptors, he'd okay. All right, this is why it's games. called NBA Podcast One on One because we're fucking arguing on, and I'm fine with it. I need someone to set a screen for me. Damn it! <laughs> Can't get to the hoop. No. Okay. Anyways, so you say it's a wash. I think we have a slight advantage there. Okay. You said that. Oh. Um, who's there for? Enraged. It's Draymond. Uh, Draymond, okay? I think Pascal wins that matchup. I think that's not even a question at this point. Pascal I'll wins that take, Draymond Green matchup. I'll yes, he does. Draymond. You'll take Draymond Green right now. Yes, I would. He can't he's shoot not. a jumper for if his life depended on it. It's not what it's... it's defensively, he's better. I'm using your He's argument. not better defensively. I think he is. He pa- is. Pascal Siakam's way better for, of a total player. Would you trade Draymond Green for Pascal Siakam right now? No, because Pascal has more of a future. Okay, but Possibly right now, higher ceiling. right now, for one season only, and then I could trade for back this. After? Yeah, for right now. Yes, you would trade him for. for yes. Wow, this is how I know. This is how I know. There's no point of even arguing you're, with you. You're in bed when it's Golden a. State it's a dumb argument. On. You're in it's bed a... when Golden State comes on. What? <laughs> <laughs> you watch a Warriors game since their last East Coast trip because you're in bed. Man, you're the one bed. thing I don't do is sleep enough, so I'm. I'm awake for every game. If Golden State's <laughs> playing, I'm watching that game. Nah, you're in bed at 10. <laughs> Don't lie to our listeners. They uh, see through that. No, guys, listen. I actually watch every Golden State game. Um, let's see Draymond Green's stats right now just to shut this guy up. Well, defensively, he's better. No, he's not. Then Pascal. Pascal can play D on anybody. He, Draymond Green's getting, you know, he's looking rough out there. Remember the Suns game this year when we were sitting like fourth row and we looked at uh, DeAndre Ayton and said, that is a man right there. That's got some man strength. That is a thick body. Yeah. Draymond Green That's is... Draymond. He's Draymond's like 6'6". Six, six. He's not a man. No, he's a man. <laughs> he's a thick... He's not. Cold-blooded man. No, no, no. Yes, he is. Just because he sent that dick pic doesn't mean he's a man. a man. Okay, Andy? I don't know. I'm, I know you have that thing on your phone, but like, come on. He's a man. Um. Okay, Draymond stats 7-7-7. Seven, seven, and seven. Actually, that's actually a bit better that's than I thought nice. it would be. Uh, so he's close to averaging a triple double. Pascal stats: sixteen, seven, and three. You're trying to. I'm just telling you that we Pascal. win that matchup. We win that matchup. You're trying to compare Pascal so, to the starting four Hall of Famer on one of the best teams ever. I don't get. Yes, how because you're, he's old and he's washed. He's, not old. Is he's he, washed. That's not what he is. He's washed. He's not washed. Yeah, he's washed. He's like Danny washed. Green will be next season. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so we win two out of the four matchups, no, no, right? No, and then the five that. is a toss-up because Marcus Gasol can have a, n- a crazy game, amazing game, or Serge can dominate that. Plus, we're a deeper team, and we have more. Like, think about it. OG coming off the bench. We have Jeremy Lin coming off the bench. Norman can come off and you know do some damage. We have Fred Van Vliet, who's arguably the best uh, point guard coming off the Fred bench. Fred Van Vliet's had a quiet, disappointing season. That's because he's been injured. Okay, Do That's, you even watch basketball anymore? Yes. We haven't done but this podcast healthy, in a while. But when but he's like, been healthy, come on. he's been disappointing. You can't deny he that. He has not been disappointing. His line is 10, 5, and 3. That's not disappointing for a backup point for, guard. It feels like he has not taken a step forward like people thought he would. Okay, so... My point is, my point is, I think we match up pretty well against that uh, team. One little thing about the Warriors, they did, or they're about to sign Andrew Bogut from the Australian National Basketball League, it's called. Coming off an MVP season. Are you scared of this? 
Wait a minute. M- he won the MVP this in that year. league? No, he didn't. The NBL. He won no, the MVP. he did not. He did? Actually? Yeah. Are you Andrew scared? Andrew Bogut. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not scared. <laughs> but people forget he was on that team that won the championship the first year. And people forget last year he averaged nine minutes a game with the Lakers. Yeah. He's washed. Uh, he's washed, but I, he he still did. Ha- even last year, there were a couple couple moments there where you saw that he was pretty um, like he was pretty athletic. Why, in moments, you know? Why did the Warriors sign him? Are they scared? I don't know why they would sign him either. They just, maybe they need some championship pedigree on there. Like, again, who is, or, I don't know. Who is he matching up against with in the playoffs? Are they waiting to the finals when he has to guard Marcus He still has, or they still have Dream, or um, Boogie over there as yeah, well. Yeah, so we, I don't we understand. Neglected Boogie. <laughs> you have two, you have, you have uh, two, Big man who have been hurt and yeah. just like coming off. The, I don't know. It's a weird situation. I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think he's gonna affect their their team that much. That's just that's just me. What do you think? You think he's gonna be a big addition? No, I like to play it up though. I love that he won the MVP <laughs> this year in the Australian Basketball League. Like the worst G League player would not play in the Australian, in the Australian League. The National Basketball League. Um, yeah, let's move on from that. I'm done with this subject. Andrew Bogut's not making a difference. That's ridiculous. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to talk about MVP chat, or do you want to talk about what's happening uh, with the Celtics? Uh, you said Giannis MVP, yeah? Yeah. Okay, we're not getting into it then, because I also think Giannis MVP. It's, but it's think, tight. Do you think it's, it's tight. as tight as... I think, it was, I think it was significantly more tight when Chris Paul was out of the lineup for the Rockets. If he didn't come back and James Harden continued that 30 plus point run. Do you think there were fake good games though? The last one where he dropped 30 was was a fake one, which I didn't like. It was like it was the same thing as Russell Westbrook chasing that triple double. Mm-hmm. And he just like was just pulling up shots to get that 30 and they lost the game. But having said that, it's still ridiculously impressive what he's done and like what he can do on offense. Nobody nobody has ever been as Ridiculous offensively, I think. Ever. Why, why can't we say Giannis is that good though? Because he can't shoot. We just talked about this. I know, but he can get to the rim better. I don't know. Can he? I think he can finish better, yes. not get to the rim better. That's a, yeah. I don't know. We should look up who takes more free throws. But, but you you said Harden had an argument when Chris Paul was injured because yeah. Harden had no one around him, right? Yeah. The Bucks team. There's not really that many guys around him. What are you talking about? There's not that many like. There's no key guy around. Yes, him. there is. Eric Bledsoe is an absolute monster oh, this Chris season. Chris Middleton, all star. Chris Middleton's an all star. Eric Bledsoe probably bad. should have been an all star. But they're this not. Year. They literally have they're three. They're guys like David West, who you'll say in five years, yeah, he was an all star once, and then the other guy will be like, oh yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. He wasn't an all star just once. Okay, stop it, David. <laughs> what? Oh my God. David West if was an all star we- once. David West, if you hear this, man, I hope please don't get very upset. Because you're a monster. We're giving you a lot of respect. Being an all-star once is great. <laughs> oh my god. No. Um, okay, Giannis. Did you Eric, know Eric Bledsoe is a huge part of that team? Giannis is a monster. Chris Milton's a monster. Miritich is pretty good. Brooke Lopez is shooting threes at r- ridiculous clip. Like they have a really good team over there. It's a really really good team. But did you Malcolm know Malcolm Brogdon is actually wait? Is Malcolm Brogdon start on that team? Um, I think I think he might start once in a while. I think, I, but I think someone was injured. I can't remember the last time I saw. It. But anyways, regardless, um, they have a pretty good deep team, and it's not just Giannis. Do you know Trust Giannis me. is averaging the fifth most rebounds in the NBA right now. Yeah, how many is that? Fourteen. 
like 12 he's averaging. Hold Over on. 12. Let me pull this up. I got him. Which is crazy for a guy who like handles the ball to also be yeah. over 12 rebounds a game. 12.6, yeah. 27, 12.6, and 6. Like he's in there in that division banging with Andre Drummond and and he's just just slamming on everyone. You know what I like about Giannis? There's this this whole uh, this whole thing about players in the NBA not being just not being happy. You know, he's I even happy. listened to the Bill Simmons podcast today, and he had a huge conversation with David Stern or uh, sorry um, Adam Silver. And Adam Silver's uh, one of his biggest things was that players just don't seem as happy in the league. It's social media. It's it is a social media. I agree. I honestly the agree. Headphones. Yeah, the AirPods. Yeah, yeah. you know about the AirPods. Um, makes but you unhappy. Yeah, it just makes you unhappy. So but, angry when I But the happy. one guy who seems so happy all the time is Giannis, doesn't he? Because he's always no headphones on. He's talking. Because he's always head. slamming on people. Yeah, just, <laughs> can't wipe that smile off his face. You're just slamming on guys. Um, no, but he's a. You know what play really stands out to me of the whole season, including the All Star game. So it's the Giannis. Alley-oop. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. That's not even it. But that's that would have been a good point. No. The play where at the end of the game, Giannis was basically back down LeBron a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he was right under the rim. And LeBron really swiped to try to get at the ball. To try to swipe the ball out of his hands. And Giannis just like quickly moved it to the side. And then went up and just slammed it. Not on LeBron because he was kind of under the rim. But it almost... It was almost symbolic. Stop. That's the word of the day. Of kind of like a like a shift in... Passing of the torch? Yeah. Like a shift in power in the league. I don't know. If this is Giannis's league? We're just living in it? I think it's, I think it's James, Harden's, James Harden's next. Next? He's already won an MVP. What do you mean I know, but next? I mean like after LeBron. Because I think LeBron no. still owns that title. It's LeBron's league right now. James Harden has empty stat lines. Oh my God. <laughs> For how, just for, dropping, just for how dropping great that. we say he is, he's an average. He's an average shooter. That's such a ridiculous. For the high volume of threes he shoots, he's an average shooter. That's such a ridiculous it's sentence. Not a, <laughs> <laughs> such a blank statement. It's, James Harden puts up empty. He puts numbers. up points. Good for him. Yeah, and he's a monster. He puts up points. He gets to the line. He gets his teammates involved when they're around. Um. But your your MVP is Giannis as well. Yeah, easily. He's great. Easily. He's really made the jump this year. <clears throat> uh, Boston though, we want to talk about Boston. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can touch on him if you what want. What else do you want to talk about? I want to talk about. I want to talk about Boston. I do. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. What I do. What is wrong with the Celtics? Uh, give it to me, man. You know what's wrong with them. What? It's Kyrie. Kyrie. Uh, did you Did you see that video where he's just walking down the hallway? Into the into the game, and he's like, "Man, I won't miss this shit." He's like, "Man, I won't miss this shit when it's when I'm done playing." Uncle Drew saying he won't miss the media. And like, come on, man, who says that? Who says that while you're walking into a game? It's like he almost wants. He just loves the. uh Oh, LeBron! Whoa, LeBron is clutching at his groin area. We got crotch grab. Oh no! He's fine. No, he's still clutching it. No. He's sorry, fine. sorry guys. We're just the game's on the background right now. LeBron just clutched at his the same exact clutch. 
that happened when he went out for how many games? It wasn't the same exact. It was close. Clutch. It was a close clutch. The way he grabbed it looked like his he groin got area in was in the crotch area, and he's in pain there. It doesn't look serious. Okay. Don't All right. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, the Celtics. Yeah, I don't know. I think Kyrie's like a, a bit of a, just a bit of a, just a downer for everybody. He did everybody. clarify his comments a little bit, saying mm. he just wants to play a high level of basketball. He doesn't want the media circus and the attention. Okay. Well, I don't care. I don't care either. You're going to get the media circus if you're one of the best players in the NBA. What do you think? He's in the top 10? Top 15? Top 20? He's probably a third-team All-NBA guy. Sure. And when they were playing Boston, I, I saw this I saw this so clearly. And I've been saying this, actually. I've been saying this for the last year and a half to two years, that Damian Lillard is an underrated superstar point guard. More, He's better than Kyrie Irving, and he's better. Like, name me any point guard right now. You could argue... Damian Lillard is not even the best guard on his team. No, you cannot yes, argue you can. that. Damian Lillard. And I will oh argue that. God. CJ McCollum is not Damian Lillard. Everyone needs to stop. He's real good. Damian He's Lillard. Very underrated. Damian Lillard controls the game in a way that very few players can control. You're talking like you're talking a handful of players. Like LeBron James, I'm talking. Don't put the That's how he controls the game. I'm telling you. That Chris Paul that's how he he's not even the an game. all-star. He's not even an all-star. <laughs> he was an all-star. Not this year, no. He was not an originally an all-star. Damian Lillard? Yeah, he was a replacement. For who? Uh, no, man, he was an all-star. No, he was a replacement. No, he wasn't. He was a replacement. He was an all-star. You want you want a bet? Yeah. You're t- you're thinking about uh you're thinking about Okay. Um, Let's get our producer to fact check this right now. No, man, you're thinking about uh D'Angelo Russell. No, they were both were they not both? No. You're crazy. No, Damian Lillard was definitely an all-star. He was... He had a ridiculous season. And I'm telling you, the way that he controls the game, it makes perfect sense. He controls it so much better than most point guards in the NBA and most players in the league. Right? Okay, you're right. Like, he has a certain level of composure that very few players have. Like, and again... I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about the elite of the elite, like James Harden, Damian Lillard, LeBron James. Like, I know that's messed up to throw that into a conversation, but I just don't think Kyrie does it like that. And the thing is, man, just keep keep it to yourselves. Keep it in the locker room. But Kyrie will never do that. Why? I think I don't. I'm not even blaming Kyrie for this. This is who he is. It's in his blood. I blame Danny Ainge for acquiring this guy. He's a diva. He requested a trade. You trade for a diva, you're getting a diva. You're not getting some. Some guy back who's not a diva who requested a trade. He had a really good situation in Cleveland. Couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle playing with one of the best players of all time. Of all time. And how, we expect him to be great with a bunch of kids who are trying to learn from him? No. He's a diva. I just I thought that he was going to elevate the play of everybody who's on his team. But it just seems like... When he's on the court, it, like it seems like they don't vibe, like they don't, almost like they don't like each other. Like, um, what's his name? Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. They had those comments back and forth. Like they don't seem like they like each other. Jason Tatum. Like he doesn't seem as good as he was last year. And then again, you don't know if that's. And they got to. By the way, they got to the Eastern Conference Finals without him. Didn't need him. Terry Rozier. Like I don't think he's staying. And his comments didn't help when he said that he was he was staying for sure for the long haul. 
I don't I don't think he's staying. So I think he's the main cause of it. I think the other thing is, you know, Gordon Hayward is Don't go back to Gordon. No no no. He's I'm just saying boy. all I'm don't. saying was that is that he start he's going to come back, but it'll take I think it'll take two years. Two years. That's a long two time. Two years. For him to get back to full health, full strength, like he was when he was in Utah, it's gonna take another two years. So this year Next year and maybe in the 2021 season. Do you think maybe there is no problem with Celtics? Maybe the problem is with us, the people who thought the Celtics were great and they really aren't. Maybe this is just who they were all along, and we overvalued Brad Stevens. He was the hot guy coming out of college, had a decent team. Maybe they just carried him, and he was the flavor of the month. Did we overvalue Jason Tatum? There's you a know lot what? of media I think, figures that have overvalued him for sure. And said yeah. he was one of the most untouchable players in the league. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's not an all-star. You know what? I think that's I think that's right. That's very accurate. We did overvalue them. If you really think about what those players are, they're super young players. None of them are proven. And they've never really done anything. We just... Went crazy when he had that big dunk on LeBron. That's it. <laughs> but he is a pretty good player in terms of like, in terms of his skill level. He looks very skilled. He can handle the ball. He can he can shoot. He's good. It's just I don't think he's as good as what we thought he was. Yeah, he's not a. Same thing with Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown seems like he should be significantly better than what he is, but he's not getting enough touches. Not getting enough burn. Like he should be better. Should be. Maybe Brad Stevens is the problem. <sighs> Maybe he's not a good coach. Brad Stevens might be the issue. <laughs> no, no, no. Brad Stevens is a good coach. Why is he a good coach? Why is this just conventional thought that Brad Stevens is a good coach? No, Why doesn't no. anybody question this? Because no, no. Just, Why? just in terms of his play calling, like I think he's, like I think he he has some really good systems in place. Like if you actually watch the games, people know where they're supposed to be. You know, everybody's kind of in sync. The guys who who like their shots in certain places get those shots like that's why i think he's a good coach but maybe he's just not good at dealing with the personalities in the locker room because if you have a guy talking shit the whole time like if you're a head coach you should come up to your player who's been talking nonsense to the media and literally say if you want to be on this team you got to stop fucking talking so much you know sometimes a coach has to do that maybe he's too young maybe a guy like Kyrie wouldn't respect him if he said that because he's a young buck but the other thing is, Kyrie's, Kyrie, why no would the other NBA players experience. respect him? Kyrie's only a couple years older than some of these players, right? So why, why would they respect him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, I think Kyrie is uh, the cause of it, but I wouldn't blame Brad Stevens. I just wouldn't. I, you give him some blame, but not, you He's know. escaped all blame, and I think it's time he, a little He really bit, has, eh? He really has escaped all, all blame. Couldn't be Brad. <laughs> no. Nobody's ever blamed Brad for the situation. You're right. You're right. The man's really done, really escaped everything. Uh, okay, Celtics. We've gone over the problems. Lakers, we want to talk about them a little bit? Before sure. We, uh... Sure. The game's on right now in the background. It's close right now. It's a commercial break. I can't see the score. doesn't matter. 70, uh, Clippers are up five on the Lakers. Uh, are the Lakers... What, what kind of question can I ask you here? Are the Lakers... Making the playoffs? Are they making the playoffs? Well, you told me before we came on air that you think they're making the playoffs. Spoiler. You're a fool. No, no, no. That's not what I said. You did say that. I didn't say that. I said that they could make the playoffs. And so could a lot of teams, technically. 
No, that's not true. Look, all I'm saying is that, man, LeBron, if he just play, I feel like he just needs to play a little bit harder on defense. Just a bit harder. Come on, LBJ. Just try a bit harder. Please, bud. We talked about this earlier in the season, you and I. Uh, this is the first year we've ever noticed LeBron aging a bit. Maybe it's maybe it's lack of ever. Maybe it's preserving himself. Maybe he's just aging. Is this the beginning of the end? Uh, well, we've never seen LeBron out for so many games because of an injury. That's That's a telltale sign of age if you just can't get over an injury as fast as you used to be able to right um just now we've seen it we just saw him grab his groin again i hope that's not it but you're always one injury away from just being being done from Mm -hmm. your career being done if he has a little tweak in his groin the same way you never know he could be out for the rest of the season which could be actually pretty good for the lakers you know what i mean but i think draft pick i think that they could make it if lebron plays a bit of defense um and he actually starts caring. But I think if you're LeBron, you know that you're not winning a championship this season. So what's the point of, I don't know, what's the point of exerting yourself in a ridiculous way in order to get to the eight seed and get blown out by Golden State? There's no point with this team. And I think a lot of people didn't think they'd win this year because they, they just took one-year contracts. But isn't he kind of making it all worse how he's wanting half his team traded away and then they don't get traded away and now he's stuck with all these young, good players but making enemies of them? Why would, why would any free agent want to go play with him if he's going to be like this? Imagine, imagine being like Kyle Kuzma or Brandon Ingram, right? Imagine this. You're yeah. sitting there at, at dinner or something. You're eating some nice... Some nice LA sushi, all right. Good glass of red wine. Just a good, yeah, just a nice, nice little glass of sake. You're drinking a sake bomb, eating mm. some sushi. Your phone keeps blowing up. All you see is these Bleacher Report reports being like, "Oh, LeBron, J- <laughs> no, trade talks heat up. Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, at the top of trade talks. Like eight first round draft picks, seven of the roster picks for AD. You know what I mean?" The, yeah. the next day, something else comes out. Obviously, that's exaggerated. Ne- the next day, something else comes out where they add another player on the team and they add another first-round pick. And you're continuously in these trade talks. Would you, A, want to play on that team when you clearly see that they have very little confidence in you and just it's just a disrespectful way to, to get that word out, mm-hmm. you know, those trade rumors? And, like... Would you look at LeBron the same, you know? Would you want to call LeBron up for some sushi? Probably not. He's probably not invited. I bet probably they don't not. Go for dinner. I wouldn't think. No, I wouldn't invite LeBron for dinner. I honestly wouldn't. Because he's... Think about it, man. To, these, to, to, to all these kids who are, like, all young and, like, just want to hang out. They're in L.A. They're have, probably having a great time. Oh, yeah. They were playing ridiculously well last year until, you know, until he came, basically. They had, at this point last year, they had a, almost an identical record. Exactly. And granted, LeBron has been out for a bunch of games, but they were just all playing hard together. Like there was like an energy on the team. And now LeBron's trying to trade everybody. You know, I don't care what anyone says. He has everything to do with, you know, these potential trades. Because if you're bringing LeBron onto a team, everything goes through him. Every potential trade goes through him. If he doesn't like it, oh, it yeah, won't happen. Talked about it all. Yeah. Uh, did you see friend of the show Mark Stein reporting that uh, after the season Luke Walden is uh, 
fired. Done unless they essentially make the playoffs. Yeah, I saw that, and I think it's completely unfair. What's well, it? Clearly another LeBron coaching move. Yeah. Luke Walton's getting David Bladded and. <laughs> David <else>? Bladded. <laughs> who are the Cavs? Who was the cat? Was it Mike Woodson? Was he a coach for the Tyron Cavs? Lou? Who? No, the original time. The I first Cavs. I, team. I forget who got fired there. But yeah, he's getting he's getting blatted. <laughs> he's getting blat blat blat. <laughs> he's right getting blatted. Poor Luke. No, you, that's a very good point. I don't think he deserves it at all. They put a bunch of players like Rajon Rondo, who cannot shoot a shot, in, you know, his entire career around LeBron James, and then try to trade away everybody, and expect, and honestly expect them to win some games. It's just not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Although right now they're tied with the Clippers, 82-82 with 219. Uh, didn't, you, didn't you tell me off-air before we started uh, recording Mike Muscala's the uh, acquisition of the year? Oh, Mike Muscala, acquisition of the year. 100%. <laughs> he can step out, he can shoot. the. Th- no, I'm just kidding. But Mike Muscala's not a bad player, man. No, he's, he's really not. The, he's just a guy, though. But he is just a guy, you're right. Rajon just missed another layup. Okay, um, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? I think they're not going to acquire... A free agent like everyone thinks they will. Ooh, so what? They're not going to add anybody at all? I think the proof is in the pudding. We saw last summer. Paul George didn't want to go there. They couldn't acquire anyone. Okay, just a quick little side note. Paul George has been an absolute monster this year. He's hit some of the most ridiculous shots all season. He's hit Harden-like shots as much as Harden. Fadeaways. More, more efficiently than Harden. Slamming on people. Incredible defense. In the running for the defensive player of the year. In the running for MVP. He's got in the running second for MVP. Vote. He's your second vote? James so Harden he, is not second for me. Paul George is second for you. Yeah. You know what? I don't even hate that take, but it's just not my take. I don't know. I don't hate it, though. But, yeah, just just a monster. Just a absolute monster. Making everybody around him better. Clutch. Oh, yeah. Clutch this year. And he stuck around in OKC. Shout out to Paul George. Shout out, Paul. Russell. I feel like most people started liking him significantly more when he stayed. Oh, Absolutely. Don't you think his public perception got way better? Definitely. It's like when Russell Westbrook stayed. When Kevin Durant dipped down, Russell's like, no, I'm staying here. And then Paul George does the same thing. I want to see him succeed. A second side note. Double side note. About Kevin Durant. You just mentioned Kevin Durant again and the whole non-staying thing. I think this is going to ache at him for the rest of his ache? life. Yeah. If he doesn't leave Golden State and try to win a championship on his own, it's yeah, going to ache always... him for the rest of his life. It's going to be in the back of his head for the rest of his life. Ultimately, this is Steph Curry's team. It always will be. And Klay Thompson, let's say it's their team. And Draymond's team. And Draymond's team, yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm no saying, reason. I'm saying, like, it's just not his team, right? So it'll, man, that will just gnaw away at him. Uh, so you think he's gone this year? I think he is. I think he's going to New York? The, yeah, the Knicks. I don't think he is. You think, think he'll stay? I don't think anyone wants to play for James Dolan. I think he might go somewhere else. I don't know where, but that man's crazy. Man, I think he'll be fine. If they start they, winning. James Dolan traded away Porzingis for next to no reason. Yeah, but that was to make, to make cap room. For what? For the two free agents. It's not going to happen. Why would you trade away a foundational piece to make room for something? You okay, why don't you get? think about this? Okay. What? What are we thinking about? Think about this. Kyrie goes to the Knicks. That's their one. Okay? Yep. My boy, Kevin Knox. 
You were high on him. Go back to the draft preview. Is there two? Yes. Kevin Durant. Is there three? Okay, Kyrie could not play with LeBron. Zion Williamson. Don't. Is there four? I don't really know who the five would be. DeAndre Jordan. Bang. Bro, that's an an all-star team. So you're saying put money on the Knicks to win the 2020 NBA championship right now. I'm That's saying, not crazy. I'm saying if those if those guys come on the squad, then it, anything's possible. If you have Kevin Durant and obviously Kyrie Irving on the same team, I think it's different than having LeBron and Kyrie on the same team because I think Kevin Durant's a better scorer than LeBron. Of all they're time. also sen- Kevin Durant sensitive. Kyrie sensitive. They're Sallies. It's a lot of sensitivity. Lots of sensitivity that goes around. Sensitivity. Sensitivity. <laughs> Uh, okay, back to this. What? Who wins the NBA championship first, LA Clippers or LA Lakers? I would put money on the Clippers. I think they can attract a free agent there. They got great ownership, and they don't have. I think LeBron is working against the Lakers. I think he's aging. He's only going to get worse. Guys don't really want to play with him. Clippers are doing something good here. They're going to make the playoffs. I guess this year doesn't matter at all. <laughs> I, le- I think they can acquire a free agent. They could like they could acquire Kawhi. I thought you just said Kawhi. Was I, I okay. I don't. They could acquire KD. Why wouldn't KD go there? KD doesn't want to go there. Why not? You know why? I'll tell you why. <laughs> tell me. Because the Clippers are a stinky franchise. <laughs> They've just been stinky for a long time, and I don't think the whole Chris Paul. Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan era, got rid of the stink, you know? Oh, it's it like gone. when a skunk sprays no, your cat. No, 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 no. And Chris... the cat runs around your house, and it just stinks up the rest of your house. And then the, the smell is there, just in there for a long time, right? And that's what the Clippers organization is. You have no is. respect to Chris Kamen. He got rid of the stink before that, well before that. Oh, yeah, Chris Kamen <laughs> got rid of the stink. Listen, man, the Staples Center still smells <laughs> like Clippers stink from like 2009 all the way back to like whenever the hell the team was originated. So you think the Lakers won the chip first before? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. With LeBron at the helm? Oh man, that's a tough question. I I don't even know anymore. I don't know. I think I I agree with you in the sense that I don't know who's gonna go there. Like who's gonna go there? Kawhi's uh, not going. Oh. Kawhi's staying in Toronto. I think. Yeah, I don't have an answer for you. I don't know who else. Paul George didn't go. Um, Anthony Davis would be the. Are they gonna get like a secondary player? Like, are they gonna get like a Chris Middleton or something? Like, I don't know. He's a free agent, I think. Yeah, they're all free agents on that team. The yeah, Bucks. like who else? I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know. LeBron, AD, and Chris Middleton. Is that a championship team next year? No, I don't think it is. LeBron, AD, and Chris Middleton. Well, it depends on who would be gone. Because I do think Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram both have pretty crazy potential still. Yep. Right? I think one of the most underrated aspects to this whole thing is that Lonzo's ball has been out for a while. Just out of the association. He's an incredible defensive player. Yeah, he is. He's a great point guard. Great passer. Lonzo has a chance to be an all-star for sure. For sure he does. He does. I think he will be an all-star. You're buying into the hype machine still. I'm not. Watch him on the court. Three years since the balls came into our lives, you're still buying into the hype machine. Has it been three years? Since UCLA, I would think. 
it's been about that, yeah. Okay, well, I think he'll still be an all-star. I don't think there's a, there's no doubt in my mind that he will be. Uh, okay, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Winner. Loser of the week. Who's your winner? Winner of the week? Yeah. Don't act surprised. I warned you about this. No, no, you go first. You want you me go to go first? first? Yeah, who's your winner of the week? My winner of the week. It's fresh. I just made a uh, audible at the line tonight as we're watching NBA in your living room. Okay. In your studio. Go ahead. Uh, D. Wade. Dwayne Wade. Seeking out Kevin Herter after the game. Oh. Giving his jersey to the young red-haired man because he idolized him growing up. Wore number three for him. That's made amazing. Made Kevin Herter probably never thought D-Way would even look his way, let alone <sighs> change jerseys with him. Man, that makes me feel so warm inside. That almost puts a tear in my eye. I get emotional about these types of things. And that was that was such a nice moment there where he just, like, called him out, brought him back, like, gave – you can tell he's like, he's like, oh, do you want to trade – do you want to switch jerseys? Mm-hmm. And Herter almost, almost – uh, he was just super confused. He was like, what? And then, and then he's like – he's like, I would love to. Go, going into night, Kevin Herter probably thought he was the last guy in the Hawks that would get to trade jerseys with. Yeah, with D Wade. Yeah, but no. Meanwhile, he's wearing his number. That was an awesome moment. That's a big. That's a big winner. Okay, I don't want to be generic here, but I will be. My winner of the week is our boy Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Man, the biggest game winner he's hit on the Raptors. He really showed just how good he is in those situations. You know, like, the crowd absolutely loves him. The place is insane. The crowd is insane. And I think he, he must have felt that. Like, he must have felt the love there. So my big winner is Kawhi Leonard. Felt so much love, he took a night off on Sunday. <laughs> Just too much love. Whatever, man. Let the man rest. Let him load manage. He needs to beat Kevin Durant in that matchup in the finals. Well, he will, you said. He's way better, you said, right? I didn't say way better. I said he wins that matchup. That's all I said. We're gonna, we're gonna square off if that happens. Okay, uh, loser of the week. Loser of the week, the uh, Phoenix Suns, and they're more my loser of the last nine years. Uh, there's an ESPN <laughs> article. To, ESPN did a great article today talking about the Suns and their dysfunction, and they reported that last year or 2017, their owner bought goats for their G- GM, Ryan McDonough. As a uh, symbolic, there's the word of the day, thing mm. to put in his office. And just to say, hey, acquire a goat for us. Get us a goat. And the goats shit all over McDonough's office. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This, this actually came out? Yeah. The owner. Just buying goats, and they just defecated all over the office. Oh, my God. Uh, and it got me to do some digger deeping on the Suns. Digger uh, deeping. Digger deeping. <laughs> digger deeping. Wow. Uh, so as I've... Dug deeply. Uh, did you know the Suns have not made the playoffs since 2010? Since Steve Nash was there? Uh, I believe that was Steve Nash, yeah. Wow. Uh, and so that makes sense. They haven't made it since 2010. Nine years later, they are the worst team in the league. What have they done for nine years? They're 13-51. and 51. They're a graveyard for prospects. What? DeAndre Ayton is toiling away there, the big man that he is. The other, th- It just seems like they have like a pretty good roster on paper, too. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker should be a good player. You think? He is, by my calculations. DeAndre Ayton's good. Kelly Oubre Jr. is a good two-way player. Trevor Ariza was a nice pickup. 
Trevor is a nice pickup. I don't know. I don't know. They're my losers of the last nine years. They need to figure something out. My loser of the week was pretty simple. I right when I right when you sent me this rundown, I thought about it, and this was after Dwayne Casey's little dumbass remarks. No, it's Dwayne Casey. No, yeah, yeah. Clear, raining, raining. No, no, you don't just leave and then be salty and be like, "Oh, they, they." Don't say they about the team that, you know, gave you a a second chance of being a head coach after Minnesota, and then you couldn't run a play in the in the playoffs against LeBron James where we didn't have to do a an isolated jump shot from DeMar DeRozan. Like come on. Don't say don't say you guys or they or whatever he said. So that's my loser of the week. We should end this on a positive note though. Yeah, no no none of the salt. Too positivity. Salt. Positivity. Hey, what, do you have a positive note you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh yes, I do. The oh. Toronto Raptors <laughs> Are gonna dominate the Houston Rockets tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, James Harden's gonna put up an empty stat line. That's why. And Chris Paul is gonna get eaten by an incredible point guard in Kyle Lowry. James. And Harden. we're gonna get a huge W against the Rockets. It's gonna be it's gonna be massive. Are you going to the game? Uh, no, I'm not going. To the I game. can't go either. I can't go either. God damn it. I know. I know. We'll watch. I'll watch. We'll watch. Yeah, we'll watch. But, you know. Bigger fish to fry. Bigger. (laughs) Okay. All right. End it. End it. End it. Thank you for listening. Tweet us. Instagram us. NBA Podcast one-on-one. Tell your friends. Tell your friends, folks. Tell them right now. Call them. Call them and tell them right now. And record it. And send it to us. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow us. Stay tuned. We're definitely coming back with more episodes on a more frequent basis. Don't you worry about it. Thank you for listening.